Welcome to the Capital News Illinois Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Illinois lawmakers, lobbyists, policy leaders, and many others descended on Springfield this week for the first half of the legislature's fall veto session. Numerous issues were on the table for discussion and debate, but few were settled by the end of the week. As expected, Governor J.B. Pritzker's veto of a provision giving the right of first refusal to downstate energy companies when it comes to construction of new transmission lines was a top issue. What may not have been expected, however, was that the bill's sponsor would drop plans to mount the override. The measure would have allowed downstate utilities that right of first refusal when it comes to building new electricity transmission lines. Supporters say, though it's dead for now, they hope to bring it back in another form. Governor Pritzker used his amendatory veto powers to strike the provision from a broader energy bill earlier this year. The bill's chief sponsor in the House announced he won't seek an override. The policy would have given utilities like Ameren, Illinois, a leg up over other companies hoping to be a part of a multi-billion dollar construction project that's expected to be needed in coming years. Representative Larry Walsh, a Democrat who sponsored the bill, along with union leaders and other advocates, said they hope to bring new legislation addressing the issue next spring. In other action, Illinois senators have approved a measure that sets new requirements for meals served to those with religious dietary restrictions at certain state-supported facilities, and that includes schools. The legislation would require the State Board of Education to contract with vendors to make halal and kosher food options available in schools. Districts would then adopt policies offering them to students. In floor debate on Wednesday, Republican State Senator Terry Bryant questioned provisions of the bill that set violations and penalties. She says more work needs to be done before she'd support the proposal. I don't think that this is soup yet. Um, I think that the differences, even though they may already be in statute, there is a real difference between the charges on kosher as opposed to the charges on halal. I think that should be fixed before a law, a new law is passed. But the bill's sponsor, Democratic Senator Ram Vallam, says those concerns and others can be worked out as the legislation works its way through the House. This bill does not go into effect until June 1, 2024. So if we need to come back and address any other issues, we have the ability to do that. The bill also updates state law governing religious dietary guidelines and brings it in line with national standards. The requirements would be subject to appropriations by the General Assembly, and the bill passed 43 to 15. Republicans stuck by their desire to see the changes before the bill cleared the chamber. Another hot topic for lawmakers is the question of whether legislative staff can unionize. Democrats in the Illinois House on Wednesday approved a measure to allow certain legislative staffers to form collective bargaining units. Staff members under House Speaker Chris Welch have since last year been seeking voluntary recognition for their union to negotiate on wages, hours, and other working conditions. But under current state law, legislative staffers are specifically barred from unionizing. Welch sponsored the bill himself after months of criticism from staff members who were upset at a lack of response from the Speaker. Because unions have always provided a path for people to do better path to the middle class. I saw what it did for my family. The bill now goes to the Senate, where leaders have not yet revealed whether they plan to take it up during the fall session. A representative of the union organizing the effort says that while there are still details to iron out, the group is confident that, quote, any differences are within reach. 
Outside of Springfield and the veto session, Governor J.B. Pritzker issued an executive order this week that could start the process of consolidating the state's early childhood programs into a single, yet-to-be-named state agency. Currently, those services and their funding streams are spread across three agencies. Pritzker named Ann Whalen the transition director for the consolidation process. She's spent the last two years as policy director for the education advocacy group Advance Illinois. She also worked in the U.S. Department of Education during the Obama administration. Pritzker says his goal is to make Illinois the number one state in the nation for access to early childhood services. The changes he's seeking would require legislative approval. Pritzker says he plans to work on that during next spring's session. Finally, congratulations are in order for the Capital News Illinois investigative team, Beth Hunstorfer and Molly Parker. Their project, Culture of Cruelty, which focused on abuse and neglect at the state's Shote Mental Health and Developmental Center in Anna, has won another national award, this time from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communication at Arizona State University. The Katherine Schneider Award for Excellence in Reporting on Disability is a national competition for work focused on giving a voice to those who don't always have one. It is one of two contests devoted exclusively to coverage of people with disabilities and disability issues. You can find Beth and Molly's reporting at CapitalNewsIllinois.com, along with all of our projects and stories. We encourage you to follow us on social media as well. Capital News Illinois on Facebook and at Capital News IL on X, formerly known as Twitter. Thanks for listening to this week's Capital News Illinois Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Capital News Illinois is a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service funded in large part by the Robert R. McCormick Foundation, the Illinois Press Foundation, the Illinois Broadcasters Association Foundation, and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association.